But the sooner we can let go of that past or let go of that emotion or let go of the losing trade, the easier it is to move on to the next one. Like I, I've had the most profound realization that I'll take a big loss and I'm like, ah, and it wasn't so much about me then overanalyze, like going down a spiral. But what was sending me into that spiral was the overanalyzing and not letting go. The sooner I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? That was a loss. I can't change it. You know, forget about it. And then after the session, I can come back and do a self-review and, and analyze it. And be like, okay, what was I doing? How could I have done better? But in the moment, just forget about it. Like, let it go. You can't change it. You know, it's the same as when we say, go from trade management, go from trade setup to trade management. You enter a horrible trade. You get a horrible entry. Fuck it. Who cares? Don't think about it. Just go straight to trade management. Okay. I've got this entry at this price. What can I do with it? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake. It's coming towards the end of the week, and it's still beautiful here, which is amazing. I thought winter, I thought summer was long gone, but we've had a few lovely days, which is great. Um, <clears throat> today, I want to be grateful for a healthy family. My son is kind of back to his usual self being an absolute menace uh, and although that is tiresome it is much better than seeing him very flaccid and exhausted so i'm grateful for happy family had a great time with my family last night and just relaxing and, you know being close and present we do all this stuff in trading and and in our work and in our business um, and obviously everyone's reasoning and why is different, but mine is so I can spend time with my family. And so sometimes I was actually having this discussion with my wife. Sometimes I get a bit too engulfed and I'm trying so hard to create freedom so that I can spend time with my family that I don't spend the time with my family. And sometimes you need to step back a little bit and go, wait, the whole reason I'm doing this is, is so that I can spend time with my loved ones and they're right here. So I may as well spend time with them now while I can. Um, and so that was just a nice little eye opener. So we took a a little bit of a lovely evening yesterday, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the lovely food and giggles. There's nothing better than the sound of a baby's chuckling, um, and that's back in the house, so very grateful for that as well. Grateful for everyone in this group. Again, um, I'm feeling really privileged and really um, proud of myself this week, this last couple of weeks, actually. We've had some big achievements. Well, I've had some personal big achievements and some real growth and things are really underway. And um, I often say in entrepreneurship that, you know, you work for so long without kind of any rewards and then it all kind of comes in at once and it feels a little bit like that's it's happening in a sense to me where all the things that I've been working on are just sort of coming up, coming together, wrapping up nicely. I mean, I'm going on holiday in November 21st, which is, you know, kind of just the amount of time that I need to sort of tick, all, tick, tick off all the boxes and dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And it just feels nice, to be perfectly honest. It just feels lovely. Uh, it gives you 
a nice temporary sense of relief and enjoyment and, you know, pride. So that's what I'm grateful for today. And I just want to share that with everyone. Chuck your gratitude in the chat. Lovely people here again this morning, as per usual. Um, today, I in, in lieu of everything that's been going on and the end of the week um, and the launch coming up next week of my brand new trading plan course, uh, I'm actually going to be going through some of the seven key Key developments that I've had in my journey thus far when I review um, the things that I feel have been profound to get me to the level that I am now currently at and very grateful for. Um, and yeah, with the trading plan course coming out, well, not the coming, not coming out, but pre-sale launch will happen next week. Beta testing testing for those um, interested will be starting next week as well. And then the actual launch will be 1st of October. That's the current date that I have for that. Um, so very happy and proud of all that. My <clears throat> um, ebook version two completed up for sale again. Um, not up for sale again, but up for sale now with the completed added bits and pieces, a few extras being plugged in there. So that is going back up on the market um, Friday, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, very excited for everything that's happening. So much love to everyone who is constantly showing up and supporting um I, I really am really grateful for everyone and the messages and the growth that we've had here and the growth that we're continuing to have so much love to everyone for that now on to today some of the seven key developments in my trading journey that i want to talk about so i've just been obviously talking to a lot of people this week um a lot of questions coming in you know what have you found what's different now what's what's been the major changes what's been the biggest takeaways um and there hasn't really been like a change. I wish I wish there was like, ah, oh, this is the secret source and here it is. But it was just a development and it's a continuous growth. It's just anything, personal growth. Uh, it's a continuous journey, but it's just layer after layer and just finding it and just taking those steps forwards. Um, yes, sometimes you have leaps and bounds forward, which makes some clarity and, and sometimes you'll have smaller steps, but it's it's there's no just one answer for everyone. And I always talk about that, the fact that everyone in, well, everyone who comes, everyone in the world, but everyone who comes into training is, different right we're, we're all different we're made up from a bunch of different experiences which have released a bunch of different emotions which we hold on to or let go of in order to create the kind of personality and the reality that we've got right now and if we the sooner we understand this the sooner that we understand our individualism and how important it is to acknowledge who we are and where we've come from and the emotions and everything that we have and and try to work through the ones we want to let go and try to hold on to the ones that we want to hold on to um, the better and faster you will start to to learn and develop because our environment makes such a big impact on who we are. And for some of us, we've been in the same environment, living the same role pretty much our whole lives. And sometimes you can get stuck in that. Sometimes it's an environment that has been created for you by coworkers or family members. You know, when you're young, you go to school and you don't really have that freedom to create your own life straight from scratch. Um, for most people, that they, 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 they grow into the life that they've got. Um, some of it's really nice. There's some really good behaviors. But when you get to a certain age, I believe you really want to ex express and find out who you are. And a lot of people don't have the freedom to do that. This is why I love traveling solo. Traveling solo is one of the best things for this because you can just plant yourself into a completely new environment, not knowing anyone, not knowing the culture, not knowing anything, and just experience you in a completely free space. And so anyone listening to this who hasn't done a solo travel, I, I highly, highly recommend it if you're looking for who you truly are as a person. But I digress. Coming into trading, we have these... I don't want to use the word baggage because it's not all necessarily bad, but we have these things. We have these traits. We have these situations. We have these environments. We have these characteristics that have been built up over time. 
And those are the things that create our core beliefs, our core values, our, you know, our everything. And this is the way that we kind of live to. And in order to progress and be the individual who you want to become, you have to kind of dive into each of these and decide, is this something that's benefiting me? Is this something that I have chosen? Is this something that I want to keep? Or is this something that's been laid onto me by an external force that I just live by now? Um, maybe it's worth letting this value or belief go. Maybe it's worth um, adopting new ones. You know, at any moment of every any day, we can make decision to change. It's, it's that simple, even though it feels like it's not that simple. Uh, it's a terrifying thought to uproot your world. And I'm not saying that's what you have to do at all. But at any point, my point here is at any point, we can decide, make that decision. You know what? I'm going to change. It's going to be different from now on. And that's all it has to be, that decision, that really confirmed 100%, this is the time right now, and it's going to be different from here on. And that kind of happened to me about four weeks ago, and it was amazing. But that wasn't just a singular event. It was a final larger event built up from a multitude of decisions and, and um, choices and directions and change and growth and all those things. So today, if I'm going back and I've been, like I said, discussing with people a little bit over the last couple of weeks about some of the growth and some of the changes. And I just thought I'd lay out in this episode, just seven of the biggest ones that like looking back as a whole now, these are the things that I noticed really had like a big momentum shift forward in uh, my trading. And now some of you might relate to these. Some of you might be like, okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. And some of you, you know, it'll only be relative to my trading strategy maybe, but um, this is anyway what has been shifted to me. So the very first one, uh, when I first got into trading, I was definitely looking for the shiny object. I was bouncing around from strategy to strategy. I was trying to combine strategies, reinvent the wheel. I was doing swing trading. I was into crypto. I, I still am into crypto and I, I do love a good swing trade when <clears throat> we're in the the um, movement moving market. But I was trying to do everything and, and just merge all things. And it wasn't until I, I found Teresa, whose personality matched with mine and whose trading style matched with something that I wanted to stick with. And that's when I really found my focus and my direction. And that is the first tip. For the first tip here, yeah, uh, is finding a strategy and sticking to, it, sticking to it and focusing on it. Focusing really heavy on it, understanding it, understanding why things happen, understanding the ebbs and flows of it <clears throat> and not trying to just grab information from like six different strategies and try to like make your own because i found that i was at for a while i was taking bits from this one and taking bits from this. and now there are some overlapping aspects like for example our strategy we trade price action and emas but <clears throat> for example candle patterns like wedges and flags can help add confirmation so it's not all irrelevant but just don't try to merge too much and understand how a strategy is working and the system behind it and make sure you're not trying to, you know, trade an op opposing strategy, let's say. So the very first one is sticking to one strategy and focusing on it. And I think a lot of people on this call are at that stage anyway. They've done that. They're, they've decided that the boss candle strategy is for them and they're sticking it out, which is great. <clears throat> the next biggest step um, after that, I was kind of going around in circles for a while and then it was creating a trading plan. That was, that was a huge... Um, a huge step forward for me. It was, I don't know what it was about. Maybe it was just because I was maturing. Um, I was definitely came into, I think I started trading maybe four years ago, three years ago, something like that. I was 26, 27, maybe 28. I don't know, 31 now. So I was about 27, 28. And I was like back end of traveling the world, um, pretty egotistical in a sense of like, yeah, I can do this and crush it. And, you know, all these kind of, I suppose, young male 
stereotypical attributes and <clears throat> trading plan to me, I heard so many people say it and they're like, Oh, you need a trading plan. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't, what, I don't need it. They do, but I don't, I got a good brain. I'll figure it out in my head and all these kinds of uh, not so helpful thought patterns. <clears throat> but with time, I was humbled by the market. It showed me who's boss. And very quickly I was put in a situation of going, this sucks. <laughs> I'm not making any progress. What can I do to change? And so, <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, I got a bit of a tickle in my throat. So what what can I do? What 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 can I do in order to find clarity, find focus? And at the time I didn't realize kind of what a trading plan was for, but the next best thing was someone was like, just create a trading plan and, and stick to that. And I was like, okay. So I, I created the very basic trading plan and it was honestly pretty crap because I, I wasn't fully into it. I wasn't like, this is I can't, I couldn't see how this was going to benefit me at the time. Um, and so I had it, but I didn't follow it. I, I had it there and I kind of adjusted it. And then I started to learn more about why people have trading plans and what they're actually for and different aspects of them and getting into depth. And that's when, again, my, my ego kind of was like, Oh, okay. I should have just listened. Like why, you know, they always say be teachable and coachable. <clears throat> it took me a couple of years to realize what that actually meant as well. And then I was like, this is what they mean by being teachable and coachable. Actually listen to what they say because they've done the path. And then go to the things the way they're doing it. And I don't like doing something just because doing something. I like to know why I'm doing something, which for me is an important factor. So I think people were telling me to go do this, but I wasn't really getting explained why I should be doing this. And, and that was a big learning curve for me. So understanding why to have a trading plan and then actually creating one that was rather than just one that I kind of was like, oh, this is a trading plan from someone. I'm just going to kind of put a few of my things in and ta-da, I've got it. Now I should be good. <clears throat> that was the blase attitude I had at the start. And it wasn't until I finally was like, okay, Let's figure out what each bit's mean and why we've got it and what we're doing with it. And, and we'll tailor it to, to me and make it how I want it. And that was massive. And this is why I say continuously, like the two biggest things were making a trading plan and sticking to it. This is why I'm creating a course for it because it truly was a big impact. And it wasn't just having a trading plan. Like I know a lot of people get them because people say you should have them, but actually learning the details of why, how, and what needs to go in and all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> so big step forward for me. The next one was... Um, I realized that I had this trading plan and I understand the bits of it, but I kept on dive, like shifting off it and maybe I'd trade with it and it was disciplined, but then I'd go to do my own thing. And I was still a very emotional person and a very emotional trader. <clears throat> and that was kind of at the time when I was getting told about journaling and tracking. And I did do a bit of tracking my trades, but it wasn't consistent. Um, and again, I was like, yeah, but what am I going to do with this stuff? And it, again, it wasn't later till I realized that the analytics from that can help adjust your trading plan, which... <clears throat> you know, builds onto its, itself. So I was learning that way. But then my emotions, my emotions for me were one of the biggest thing. And that, that's like the whole reason why I created my emotional journal was kind of a way for me to learn all the reasons and, and aspects as to how my emotions are affecting my trading and, and how I can then learn myself. So once I started trading my, my emotions, it became so much clearer to me because I had the trading plan and then I had my emotions and it was like, did not follow my trading plan. I was upset. I was angry. I was revenge trading. And basically the truth of who I was came out in this journaling. And that was a huge thing for me because I could then go through and be like, wow, like I didn't realize this, but I didn't trail my stop loss on those 15 of these trades because I was being greedy and they've all come back and I've only gotten like four out of a potential 30 points. And I, I really need to adjust this. And so what did I do? I went to the trading plan, adjusted it, made the changes. <clears throat> that was a huge thing for me as well, understanding my emotions. And that was probably one of the longer, like it was a huge impact, but it was one of the things that keeps going. And 
I'm still today realizing some emotions that I have. And if I make a mistake and it starts to like, well, hang on. I'm like, okay, why is this still triggering? Why is it, where's this coming from? Um, and so journaling my emotions really gave me an understanding of who I was, not so much on like who I was as a person. Cause I feel like I, to this, I know it a little bit. I, I'm always going to be learning who I am, but on the charts, I feel like I was being a different person on the charts and I get so sucked into the trading or I get so super focused that I wasn't quite aware of who I was being or the traits that I was um, presenting, let's say, uh, while trading. <clears throat> so this was a good way of me actually doing that. But then, oh man, I apologize, this tickle. But then the problem was when if I got into a state and I started to overtrade, I didn't trade my emotions. And so then I got stuck in this loop of like, okay, this is really good when I'm doing it. But then when I get emotional, that's the last thing that I want to be doing. <laughs> okay. So it was like, fuck, this is a vicious cycle. I, when I do the things, it's really good. But when I get emotional, I don't do the things and then it becomes really bad and then I can't analyze it and then I can't grow from it. And so this like difficult cycle of every time I made a mistake that was decent enough, then I'd get spiral and then I wouldn't do all the things that were productive and growing. And then I'd end up, you know, doing this horrible trading again. And then I'd trade well for a while and then this spiral would happen again. So I was like, okay, how can I stop this spiral? Like, what is it for me that I really need to do in order to stop this spiraling aspect? And Oh, wow. That's so me. Yeah. I've been there. Don't worry. Um, you know, what can I do to stop this spiraling aspect? And so then I was like, okay, I need to add an after trade checklist to my trading plan. And so you'll see in my trading plan for anyone that does a trading plan course or has seen my trading plan or, you know, when I talk about it, <clears throat> I have in there before, during, and after, before the session, during the session and after the session. And then I have inside the during the session, I have before the trade, during the trade, after the trade, my three-step system after the trade, what do I do as soon as the trade closes? What is my process? I, I realized that I didn't have one. It was just trade closes. And then sometimes I would trade by emotions. Sometimes I'd yell at myself. Sometimes I'd slam my computer down. Sometimes I'd think I'm king of the earth because I just jumped into a wildly inappropriate big move up and I was lucky. And there was no process to, to what I was doing. And so I added into my trading plan an after trade checklist. And this, again, huge game changer for me. It like shut my emotional spiral completely down and, and the, like i think i've spoken about this um <clears throat> you know my after trade checklist for example it's it's like right here on my other screen it's just a six-step process it's small it's cut out so i can see it it's close your eyes immediately after the trade closes because that's a physiological change so shutting out the mental by making a physiological block take six long deep breaths because that regulates the heart and the blood flow and the emotions and can help with the amygdala and release stress and do all those sorts of things to level you down <clears throat> and then open my eyes and immediately start journeying. So that was my cue. It's called habit stacking. So cue um, was to open my eyes and move straight to the habit that I wanted to create, which was the, the trading, the emotional. So did that, added points to my sheets where I, I'm tracking and then <clears throat> sip my water to really act as like a final breaking of, okay, that's the after check. And now that I've sipped the water, that's kind of like a border where I can move into back to um, the trading. And as I'm sipping my water, I'm like, am I still emotional right now? Am I going to spiral again? Should I stop? Should I continue? And this process was incredible. And it didn't take long. Like, honestly, it was like 20, 30 trades of me doing this. And now I'm kind of out of that spiral. <clears throat> and you remember yesterday I was talking about Dr. David Paul. He was saying your, what was it? Um, I've got the quote right here. So let's not butcher it up again. Everybody in this room is eight to 15 trades away from the trader you want to be. And I really think that that speaks the truth. In my after trade checklist, it was only, you know, eight to 15 trades and that neural pathway had connected and it became a new habit, which removed me from that emotional spiral, which was one of the most detrimental aspects to my whole trading system. Um, and to be able to disengage from that 
was really, really awesome. And then I was able to go back because, because I disengaged from that, I was back to journaling better and I was able to look at my trading plan and go, okay, this is actually me trading my trading plan. I now have an insight to that. What can I improve on and what can maybe I um, change and adjust? So then I was at the stage, let's adjust it again because now I'm actually doing the thing disciplined and to the T and following it. And then I learned how to take trades. Then I looked at, okay, my trade setups are good, but let's refine these. And I realized that one of the things I was doing was always letting my losses go like the full way. So I was like, I need to incorporate exits here. And there was two ways to do this. One, figure out the exits and make sure that you're taking them religiously, like straight away, which to be perfectly honest, I still struggle to do. When an exit presents, I'm still a bit like, oh, on the trigger. I'd say 70% of the time I'm straight out, but there are times where I'm sort of like, oh, I don't know, maybe, which is still something I can improve on. But in order to improve that even further, I learned to only take trades where an early exit was close. And so let's say one of my favorite early exits is an EMA collapse. So say you're taking a DLO sell and an aqua collapse would be when the candle closes above the um, above the aqua. Before I would just take the setup and I'm like, okay, looking and look at my stop loss and you know maybe my full stop loss would be just above the aqua because the candle was so big or maybe it was like, pretty far away from the aqua. And so in order for it to get an aqua collapse, it's pretty much going my full stop loss anyway. But then what I realized is why don't I just wait and hold off for those ones, wait for it to come right back up and close, you know, really close to the aqua collapse. And then I've got, you know, my 30 point stop loss, but maybe an aqua collapse comes in seven points and I take the early exit. So allowing myself to take entries where a possible early exit, which is a reversal sign or an indication that I was incorrect about the trade, happens very quickly so you know okay maybe i was wrong let's cut my losses and i can wait for another setup and so it was adding exits and being very vigilant with my exits and then adding the ability to take trades that were only um present with the possibility of an early exit happening does that make sense to people so i know it's a little bit hard to explain but rather than just going okay how can i improve my whole strategy it was like okay this is what i need to add it's exits i don't take my exits i let my uh, losing trades go all the way to stop. I need to stop that. So I'm going to look diligently at each individual. So for my trading plan, I've got eight trades that I really like to take. And I went through each of them. I did some back testing. I looked at it. I'm like, okay, what's the most common and first sign of an exit on this trade? And I wrote them in my trading plan. You'll see it's got my trade checklist and then the fail safe exit. That's like the first kind of exit that I can take in order to reduce that loss. And I did that for each one. And then I realized, okay, great. I've got exits for them. Let's try and take trades where that will happen sooner rather than later. So I'm not left in a huge drawdown before I get a possible exit. Now that doesn't happen all the time. Don't get me wrong. Like there's some, some trades I have, which if it turns around on me, I, I sometimes I don't have the opportunity, but 90% of the time now I do have an opportunity for early exit. And that's been a huge step forward for me as well. And then obviously the next one was learning to take those early exits. That was kind of like, once I started taking them and then I realized that the early exit, because I think this was for me, I'd get an exit, but it'd be so close to my stop loss. I'd just justify it by saying, oh, well, I'll lose 16 points. I'll lose 24 points if I take the early exit or I can just see what happens and maybe, you know, the five points to go doesn't really matter if I lose that anyway, which was a bad attitude to have. And so now it's like, okay, there's 30 points in my stop loss and this early exit's happened at seven points. That's, that's 23 points. You know, that's four trades that I could take almost or three more trades, shall I say, that I can take if I take this early exit rather than waiting and letting it hit my full stop loss. And so this court sort of attitude came in about it and it was like, okay, it's actually 
not only do you not take a bigger loss, but you can enter more trades because now you're taking seven, eight point losses rather than the full 30 points each time. Does that make sense to people? I hope it does. <clears throat> I hope it's given you a bit of an insight of the progress of my journey. Um, a couple of things I wanted to add here is like the real control of the mind is the ability to let go. I had such an issue with like letting go. If I lost a trade, I'd, I'd hold on or I'd be like, no, I should have been in that trade. Or if it took off and I wasn't in it, I'd be like, oh, what, what could I have done better? I should have been in there. I should have got all these points. And one of the realest quotes that was really like a lifesaver to me was the real control of the mind is the ability to let go. If you really have control of your mind and you can practice um, meditation and you can get to a point of mindfulness and and being present, the ability to let go of the past is one of the strongest um, attributes you can have, in, especially in relation to trading. You know, so often I talk on this podcast about being present. Let's not predict the future. Let's not hold on to the past. Let's not be like disappointment or anxiety, depending on what happened yesterday or, you know, the trades before. And I feel like a lot of traders, they hold on to it for so long. Like they hold on to it. They they beat themselves up. We talk about the two dart theory, you know, that emotional aftermath that comes from the the losses and the, the mental battle that you have with yourself. I'm no good that, you know, the self-narrative, all this sort of stuff, the self-narrative, the, the negative self-talk, the limiting beliefs, all these things funnel into the same thing. But the sooner we can let go of that past or let go of that emotion or let go of the losing trade, the easier it is to move on to the next one. Like I, I've had the most profound realization that I'll take a big loss and I'm like, ah, and it wasn't so much about me then overanalyze, like going down the spiral, but what was sending me into that spiral was the overanalyzing and not letting go. The sooner I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? That was a loss. I can't change it. You know, forget about it. And then after the session, I can come back and do a self-review and, and analyze it. Like, okay. What was I doing? How could I have done better? But in the moment, just forget about it. Like, let it go. You can't change it. You know, it's the same as when we say, go from trade management, go from trade setup to trade management. You enter a horrible trade, you get a horrible entry. Fuck it. Who cares? Don't think about it. Just go straight to trade management. Okay. I've got this entry at this price. What can I do with it? Do I have an exit appear? Yes. No, maybe. I don't know. Let's look at my trading plan. No, I don't. Then just manage it as I should. Let's not worry about the entry. Same kind of thing. You have a loss in a trade. Fuck it. Doesn't matter move on to the next one. The next one could be right in front of you and clear as day. But if you're holding on to the negativity of the last one, you're not going to be looking clearly for the next one. Okay. The other thing that was um, really helpful was that accomplishments create confidence. Okay. We need to focus on our achievements and the good things we have done rather than the mistakes and the bad things. And it kind of reels into what I was just saying, but accomplishments create confidence. Okay. So once you start to do your trading plan, five or what, what do you say, eight to 15 times, you're going to get the confidence that you know what you're doing. Once you start to take the exits when they appear five to 18 times in a row, you know, without deviating, that accomplishment creates confidence that you know what you're doing. It's like the four minute mile. As soon as that was hit, everyone felt like they could do it. It's the accomplishments that create the confidence that allow you to continue to grow. So focus on your accomplishments, focus on the things that you're doing well, and then be proud of them. You know, every morning I'm saying, bring gratitude. Be grateful for yourself. Be grateful for your own achievements. In the morning, if you come on next week, bring in something that you're grateful for that you have done. Be proud. Lift yourself up because fuck, so many times no one else will. You have to be the, the heat and the fire underneath you that's going to keep you and drive, driving you forward because if you're relying on other people to do it, then you're going to be shit out of luck. So find your own fire. Be happy with your accomplishments. This will create the confidence and the confidence will continue to create more accomplishments and it's a nice spiral that just keeps burning you up and setting you on the right path.
Okay. So those are my seven key developments in my trading journey thus far. Don't get me wrong. I've got such a long way to go and I've got so many more accomplishments to have, and I'm probably going to learn and change and grow and develop in who knows which ways, but I'm going to be here to do it and do it in front of you and bring anyone who's wanting to come along for the ride up with me because it's so much more fun when you're doing it together. So with that said, we are going to head over to the trading call now. Much love to everyone who is coming and joining us on these calls. To those listening on the podcast, I will speak to you later. But just before we wrap up, I do have a few more announcements. Like I said at the start of this episode, which I'm very proud of, we have the brand new Ultimate Trading Plan course is going to be released next week. It's going to be in pre-sale mode. So the actual launch date will be 1st of October, but we'll be going into pre-sale mode so you can get discounted tickets for that um, for when it is launched. There is an opportunity to be part of a beta testing group. So they get a huge discount in return for giving some feedback so that I can then spend the next two, three weeks making those adjustments relative to the feedback that I get. Um, that is coming out. Yeah, like I said, keep an eye out for that. The website will be launched next week for you to buy the pre-sale tickets. And if you want to be part of the beta, you can get them on there or hit me up because there are some requirements that are needed. Only a few spots for that as well. That's going to be lim very limited. Um, I don't want too many people. And of course, it's um, heavily discounted. So that'll be coming out. And the last thing is, yeah, my trading emotional, not my emotional, my emotional trading journal is back on the market. So that should be accessible next week as well. But the ebook that I've got with my 10 steps to successful trading uh, that's come from interviews with high-level traders and stuff like that. That is um, fully complete for the final version. Um, and so that'll be coming out on sale. For those in the community, check your inbox for an email because I'll be probably sending out a sale email on that for a really discounted price for everyone in the community. Yeah, but other than that, much love, everyone. Thank you so much. I uh, hope you guys have a fantastic trading day or week. Um, I am. We'll be back next Tuesday. For now, make sure that you do everything that you know is right to do. You calculate your lot size. Make sure that you've done your brain warm up. Make sure that you've got your journal ready to trade. Make sure that you have done all the things that are on your trading plan in front of you and make sure that you're feeling fresh. All right. Thanks, everyone. I'll speak to you again later. Bye.